Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is episode 84 with Erland Backe. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast. Where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Erland Backe is a Norwegian serial entrepreneur, speaker, and number one international best-selling author, born in 1981 in the London, uh, United Kingdom. He currently owns the following three companies, Mr. Outsource, 360, and 360 Factory. Erland speaks on topics on entrepreneurship with a focus on how to automate and outsource your business to avoid the trap of becoming a business prisoner. He spends most of his time between London, Oslo, and Davao City in Philippines. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. All right, so your your background is 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 international, essentially. You've got a lot of things that you do. You speak. You're an entrepreneur, and um, you're also in several countries. So why don't you give us a little background into your story and how you really came across this uh, this business that you have? So at the moment, I'm actually in London. Uh, I was actually born in Wimbledon, and um, this is also where I started my first company in 2007. So I was working in a in a job, corporate job, um, I was working as a brand consultant with clients like Disney and BlackBerry and Eurostar and Orange, the telecoms company, uh, the fifth biggest in the world, and I was fired. So I really had to do some deep, deep soul searching. And uh, to do that, I really, really, you know, I called up people that I thought had would have some positive input on um who I am as a person, who I was as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the guys I talked to was an entrepreneur, and he was like, yeah, why don't you start a business? You know, maybe you could start a business with somebody else. But, you know, starting this, starting a business, and that kind of was rooted in my past as well. Uh, when I was 14, I got a job at the local uh, grocery store because I just wanted to make money. You know, I just wanted to make my own money, have my own money, uh, give me that, to give me that sense of freedom. Uh, so I could buy whatever I wanted without my parents going, oh, you can't buy that. I won't give you money for that. I wanted my own money to buy whatever I wanted. <laughs> um, and 
when I was 16, I took this uh, tennis coaching course, uh, which basically, uh, so I was a tennis coach at the local club, and then I went to the biggest club in Norway, I was a coach there, and at some point I was given the opportunity to manage a, a tennis club uh, in Norway. So I was, I was at a crossroads when I was like 21, where I could choose to go study, or I could be a um, manager of a tennis club. And I actually chose to go study uh, in Edinburgh, uh, Scotland, uh, instead of managing that um, tennis club, which I think intuitively, like a part of me really wanted to do the tennis club thing. Um, but in my family, everybody was studying, all my friends were studying, it was kind of like my peer group was doing that, so I did that. But I, I, didn't, uh, I, I didn't study law or or business, I actually studied uh, product design. So I learned how to build products and how to manufacture them and how to test materials and how to do graphic design in 3D CAD and all that stuff. So I was it's a very sort of entrepreneurial study and all the projects that we had were always like, you know, um, go research a market and then, uh, you know, figure out what product to make and then launch it. So it was very similar to the entrepreneurial stuff um, mm -hmm. that uh, I do now, yeah, actually. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, so I just chose a different route. And then along that route, you, you started to figure out different ways you could travel and build a business. Can you talk more about that? Um, well, in the early days, I was just interested in making money. Um, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I also read another book, How to Get Rich. Those were kind of my two first personal development books uh, yeah. on business um, and you know Richard Pollard is very focused on you know how not to be an employee and how to leverage other people's time and how to buy real estate and you know if you don't if you're not rich you're a loser uh, he basically says that in the book um, so I was very very motivated by by those two books and um, yeah, just went for the money. So I wasn't really interested in travel at all. Um, but in 2009, so basically I've been in business for one year in London, which I start. I started a. Um, well, he, my friend had started a 360 photography company. I joined him uh, for a minority share, and then after one year, I left and went back to Oslo, where I started my own company, which was the exact same company, just offering those services in Norway. And uh, making money was a lot more complicated than I realized. It, well, there were lots and lots of challenges that I never, ever thought about. I had this idea that if I just every day got up and I gave it everything I had, then I would become a millionaire before the age of 35. Um, I'm 33 now. I'm still not a millionaire. Um, if, you are, if, you are, if you have issues uh, when you don't have money, you're going to have it, the same issues when you do have money, unless you kind of go through and fix them. Um, and I think that's, that's been one of the really big learning outcomes for me has been like, um, it's not about the money. It's actually about getting up and enjoying what you're doing, you know, collaborating, um, adding value, uh, growing as a person. You know, I think it's a Jim Rohn quote that um, reaching goals isn't really about the goal. It's about who you have to become to reach the goal. And those are the kind of things that I would just laugh at. Uh, if, you'd, if somebody had said that to me years and years ago, I would have probably said, yeah, whatever. I'll just give me the money. Show me the money, right? Right. Show me the but, money. <laughs> show me the money. Um, so uh, basically, I didn't start focusing on travel until a friend of mine in 2009, actually my ex-business partner, 
he said, hey, Erland, you should check out this book for our work week. I think you'll really like it. And I remember reading that book. Uh, I read it, and I was blown away. And then I read it again, and then I read it again, and then I read it again. And then, you know, I started realizing that, you know, what I wanted wasn't money. It was the experiences that I thought money would give me. And I realized that, oh, oh if I want a Lamborghini, okay, here's, here's the thing. Like, just go rent one. Go rent one for a day, drive around in it, see if you feel significant. Because, you know, a lot of people want money because they want to feel significant, especially male. Um, men want significance. Uh, because they think that will give them all the other basic human needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, here's, the, here's the thing is, um, you know, it, it, nothing really changes. Um, everybody's, everybody's in their own movie, you know. Um, so if you have a nice car, that doesn't really mean anything to anybody else but yourself. Um, so, um, so I read the 4-Hour Workweek and I started, started putting my attention on how to create a freedom business. So, so that's, that's really how I got started in, in, in terms of travel and, and thinking about it. Um, I didn't really have a major shift until 2010. Um, so I've been in business for about three years. Uh, I was in London at a conference. I had a, like a panic attack. and I was too young to have a panic attack. I was too, I don't know. I, I just felt that that was, that was wrong. Uh, for me to have a panic attack on the underground. And I was actually uh, brought to hospital. It was a very long panic attack. And there was all the stress that had built up over three years of, you know, working seven days a week, mm-hmm. you know, always chasing the um, chasing the goal, not really uh, knowing why I was chasing the goal. Um, I think I was chasing the goal because of insecurities about myself. Um, you know, I thought that, uh, you know, if I had a cool car and I had a fancy house that, you know, uh, I would feel better about myself, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, if you don't feel good now, you won't feel good then. Yeah. Uh, if you can't appreciate the stuff that you have in your life right now, you can't. You won't appreciate the stuff that you have when when you get there, uh, because there's always going to be somebody with a nicer car or a nicer yacht or, or you know, uh, whatever. So I think that's been a really, really big learning lesson uh, for me, and. Um, so when I had this panic attack, luckily I had, I had read the 4-Hour Workweek, I had set up systems, I had uh, leveraged other people's time so that my company actually continued making money while I took about three to four months off um, where I just focused on getting better, you know, like just stressing down and reading positive books and exercising, and learning how to meditate. Uh, and all those things. So, so yeah, business is uh, an incredible journey. Um, and uh, it was in 2011 where I did my first mini vacation. Um, actually, it wasn't a mini vacation because I left for three months uh, for San Francisco. Um, I also bought my dream car, uh, which is kind of uh, weird. And thinking about all the other stuff I said about um <laughs> money earlier but I did buy my dream car and my experience of that is, is something I've written about in my book Network again but basically um, I did really enjoy it in the beginning and then after a while uh, you know I didn't get the attention and the sort of I didn't make didn't the car didn't make me feel the way that I thought I'd feel when I had it and I realized that oh if this doesn't make me feel awesome then other things that I'm going to buy aren't going to make me feel awesome either 
Um, so, so that was my first adventure. That was my first trip. And since then, I've, I've lived all over the world. Um, I've lived in uh, San Francisco, London, New York. I've spent a lot of time traveling everywhere and living the, what I call the freedom lifestyle. Um, right now, I'm in London, and we're going to be actually be staying here for quite a while. So that's uh, that's uh, long story short, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, what's interesting about what you said is that you initially went there for the money. You wanted to see how much money you made, and then you quickly found that, that that's, you know, you need to have a lot more incentive to be able to do something, right, to start a business. And then um, you, you got the panic attack, and then you started feeling a certain way. But it's almost like, uh, it's not almost like, it's the business um, business of hard knocks, basically. that You got business of hard knocks, hardcore NBA, like your podcast is. You basically got dealt a life lesson there. You figured out that you need to find out your passion. You figured out you need to find out a lot more about yourself than just having money as the end goal. Otherwise, it really wasn't going to secure that happiness that you thought material things were going to give you. Mm-hmm. And what you wanted was the lifestyle, right? The lifestyle and the things that you could actually, um, but I guess, get with the money, but not necessarily money itself. Mm. I think, like, if you want to, f- if you want to feel like how it is to be a millionaire, I think just you know, for one day, live like a millionaire. You know, save up three thousand uh, dollars. You know, hire a driver for the day. You know, get him to drive you around in a Rolls Royce. You know, stay at the Ritz, eat at the Michelin restaurant. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, just do it and like see. I mean, see how it feels. Um, but you know, if you think about it, like a lot of for a lot of millionaires, their money actually owns them. Their stuff owns them. Um, the, Tony Robbins always talks about the Aldi, uh, the Aldi guy that was like the seventeenth richest person in the world, and he dropped to like forty, and then he shot himself. Uh, I mean, that's pretty insane. Um, but I, I'm not saying that money isn't important. Money is important, uh, and it is important to have you know certain strategies and certain skill set as an entrepreneur, um, like an emergency fund. So uh, basically. Um, Right now, I've got you know 35 employees, um, which you know rely on the companies that, that I own with my business partners to pay them a salary every day. And if you think about it, 35 people times times four, you know, so it's like 150 people um, that rely on what we do every single month to feed their families. Mm. So you know, you can you can um, view it like that, or, or you can view it as oh, look at all the value we're adding to people, but. You know, That's focusing on that element in business yeah. like gives me positive energy. I find that when like every time I focus on money or myself, there's this other type of energy. There's this other feeling. And every time I go there, I feel, feel like crap. You know, like, I, I don't feel like I'm on, um, on path. I'm on course for what I'm meant to be doing. So every time I go to like the enlightened self, where I okay, where I think about contribution, collaboration, adding value, um, then I, I get this totally different way of feeling. And if you think about it, like how do you think Richard Branson operates? Like how do you think he thinks? Do you think he goes, "Oh, I'm going to get up today because I want to make more money"? No, he doesn't. How do you? He, add, he wants to add sets. value. He wants to add yeah, value. He just wants, just wants to, you know, create cool stuff. Uh-huh. inspire people yep. create a better world I mean if you and the thing is like he probably has always lived in that space so people ask themselves like how can I be successful well there's different schools of success like 
for me more and more it's the school the school of like how can we just create lots of value here you know yeah we want to have a profit because without a profit you can't grow your business right you then you're then you're basically a charity um, so I think early on you need to decide if you're a charity or a business a business has to have a profit okay so but I think to be successful and happy um, in your business you do need to come from a place where you know you ask yourself how can I be a third level person so uh, a first level person is somebody that uh, where it's all about them it's like give me right give me stuff what's in it for me that's like the, the basic primal level of human existence and then you have the level two which is like oh if you do this I'll do this right if you if you do this for me I'll do this for you and then you have the third level person who kind of sees the bigger picture right has the ability to say oh how can we add massive value to our clients how can we um, improve something for a client before they come to us and say they want an improvement I actually had a conversation with a client yesterday um, where you know he wanted an improvement and I immediately went to the management team afterwards and said you know this is a level two thing like we should have seen this uh, before and made the improvement and then told him about it and said listen now we're going to do things like this because it's going to improve what we sell to you and I think I kind of feel like um, level three companies we all know what kind of companies they are right the level three companies where you, you know uh, Virgin is that kind of company um, actually living social I would say is that kind of company um, okay. and there's lots of other companies like that but you can only um, you can only create a level three company by being a level three person, and you can only attract talent that are level three kind of people if you are a level three type of person, right? So, so, so many entrepreneurs they say, "Oh, people are shit. They don't show up. They lie. They cheat. The blah 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 blah." You know, out, le leveraging other people's time doesn't work. But here's the thing, like. If you are a level three type of person, you'll attract level three type of people and clients. And that's when you kind of live in this better place uh, than level two, which most business people are, right? It's like, um, I'll pay you this, you do this for me. That's like the standard agreement between a business owner and a worker. It's like, yeah. okay, exactly. pay me, sorry? No, 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 I was, I was agreeing with you. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Level two, level three, you have to be you have to be that type of person that you want to attract. Otherwise, you know it's not going to be a good match. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you train entrepreneurs. Um, uh, you show them how to start, run, and own their own freedom businesses through your seminar, the Freedom Boot Camp. Can you talk a little bit more about that, and then um, and what some steps people can use to take to do that? Okay, um, so. What does a freedom business mean? I think that's really important. And now, a freedom business is what I talked about earlier in terms of you know figuring out how you can come from a place where you really enjoy what you do. I think that's the that's the foundation for success. Uh, and then being able to stay there on a daily basis, and that is uh, more challenging than most people realize. I think it's in, in you know in, in theory we can hear something and go oh yeah this makes sense like. If you ask somebody that's overweight, like what do you need to do to lose weight? I think they know already know the answer, right? They need to change their diet. They need to move, right? And get need to get the, maybe a little bit more sleep. That's like so. Int intellectually, we typically know what to do, 
the, the, the challenge comes when we physically have to make it happen. And that's what separates the pros from the amateurs in everything. Uh, action takers get rewarded. So, um, Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The 17th of September, we are actually doing a, a free training with myself. Um, so it starts on the 17th of September, and the next one's on uh, Sunday the 20th, and then we're going to round off on, on uh, September 22nd. Uh, and you can go to youwillneverworkagain.com forward slash launch and it, there will also be probably a link in the show notes uh, is Absolutely. that right yeah there will be a link in the show notes and all that so it's basically a free webinar you can watch it from anywhere in the world uh, there will be a recording but you do have to sign up to get the recording and the things I'm going to go through there is um, you're going to learn the exact secrets to transform your passion into a money making machine uh, you don't need any experience I'm going to guide you through uh, each stage and process from start to finish. And these are the escape the nine to five strategies that I have used uh, for the past four or five years. Uh, and it works every single time. So I'm going to look at uh, what the masters of business do and have done for centuries, how they build companies. And um, I'm going to talk you through uh, my step-by-step strategies basically to starting, owning, and running a freedom business so you can travel the world. Absolutely. So, okay. uh, so that, that starts on the 17th. Um, there's also a free giveaway of my book on the 15th of September. Uh, so just go to the website and register and then you'll get all the information there. Um, you want to mention the, do you want me to mention the prices as well? Yeah, please. And anything that, that, that would get them, um, you know, that would, that, that would inform the audience would be great. Okay, so uh, if you scroll down on that page to step number three, I'm actually giving away $15,000 worth of prizes. Uh, so in step number three, you can get access to that. Um, by, it only takes about a minute to do the, um, to, to sign up for the prizes. Um, basically, you, get, you can win uh, one year worth of Dropbox, you can get one year worth of Evernote, you get the Fujitsu ScanSnap, Jambook speaker, uh, you get an external battery charger, you can win three one-on-one coaching sessions with myself. Um, you get a business blueprint and an analysis. Basically, we look at what kind of business you want to start and figure out all the nuts and bolts that you're going to need. Uh, you, we're going to design your business card. Uh, we're going to give you external hard drive, and you're going to get three signed paperback uh, copies of my book to give to your friends and family. And that's just some of the prizes. That's that's there's lots more prizes too, but that's the number one prize. 
Uh, and the reason I'm giving away these things is because um, the, like the Jambox and the Dropbox, the Evernote and the ScanSnap, these are all things that I've traveled around the world with and I still bring these things in my bag when I travel. Um, so I just wanted to make the prizes relevant to, to um, people I want to inspire, uh, I feel inspired to do the same. Um, and it's actually a lot easier than you think to, to free yourself. A lot of people think that when they travel the world that it's going to be really, really expensive. Um, I've actually found that I spend less money when I travel. How Have so? you found the same? How so? How so? Um, no, I, I mean, I, I, I actually do agree, but I'm curious to know with your steps, what, what things have you, you know, what, what tips do you have and why do you think that it is cheaper when you travel? So one of the things is when you travel, you have to simplify. You, you, you cannot bring all your stuff when you're traveling the world. And you don't really want to have two suitcases and one small bag and a backpack. You want to have, you know, I typically travel with a backpack, a small bag, and then like a, um, a normal suitcase. That's typically... Uh, how I've traveled when I've stayed away for like three, four months. Um, and through that process, you have to choose like, what are, my, what are the things that I really, really want to bring? Um, so instead of asking yourself, you know, how can I bring more? You, you ask yourself, okay, what are the quality things that I want to bring? And that kind of mindset starts implementing into your life, right? So you, you go, okay, um, how can I, how can I live a simple life somewhere to the standard that I want? So you go to Airbnb, you know, because you don't want to stay in a hotel for three months. So what you do is you probably go on Airbnb. What I did actually when I went to San Francisco was that I rented uh, a room um, in Berkeley Hills, uh, and I had an amazing view of of the uh, the Bay Area, and I paid um, I paid six hundred dollars a month. And I had uh, free food and wine. She had a wine cellar, the, the woman that I was renting from. And every day we had dinner together with all the people staying in the house. And, you know, $600 a month that had me covered for food and alcohol. Plus, I could park my car outside, right? And yeah. the, the view was amazing. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so, Airbnb instead of hotel. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, when you... Because you... you <laughs> Like staying in a hotel, the maximum I can stay in a hotel is is fourteen days. Right? It's it's like that's the absolute maximum. I don't it, I don't care how nice the hotel is. I don't care how nice the food is because I've stayed in really nice hotels for a long time, and you just get so bored. You 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 need a place to feel like home, right? And when you rent an apartment from somebody, you can ultimately get better deals. And what I did when I traveled was that I actually rented out my own apartment. So um, I was making a nice profit on the rental of my apartment in Oslo to pay for my travel in San Francisco, which was the place I really wanted to be. Wow, that's right? really smart. That's really smart. So you're, 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 one of the tips you had was, first of all, you simple, you know, keep it simple, you know, like that, that, sim- that formula, and then go the Airbnb renting route as opposed to hotels. And then if you even want to take that to another level, you can go to renting, while you're leasing, you know, while you're also doing it back home, so it's uh, yeah. wow, okay, okay. Any any other uh, tips you have that travelers well, can do with freedom? 
business? Yeah, typically you don't need a car. I mean, it depends where you travel to, but like the typical places people want to go to are like New York or London or San Francisco, LA. Maybe LA you need a car. But uh, a lot of these places you just use public transport. So now you're not spending money on gas, you're not paying for parking, you're not, you know, you don't have your insurance, uh, all that stuff, right? So uh, because you're a nomad, because you're traveling, uh, you have to simplify, and simplification is a very effective way to live. Uh, and the more effectively you live, the less money you spend. Right? Okay. The the answer our brain will always give is more. Yeah. Our ego always wants more. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So by traveling, you're kind of forcing your ego to choose and select and simplify, and that's that's that feels really liberating as as a person. To me, it feels. You know, uh, our apartment in London, it's not massive. Um, you know, we can only um, fit so many things. So the question isn't like, oh, should we go out and buy a new sofa? It's like, no, we don't have space for another type of sofa. So true. Right? Um, so we have everything we need right now, and there's not really any space for anything new. But if we buy something new, we have to take something else out. And that, again... Um, so again, simplification, li- living um, a more simple life creates more abundance as well, right? Yeah. No, I, I love it. And now, what if you want to take it to the next level, like to, to outsource? We, this is the, the, the last point I wanted to talk about before we, um, we, we went on. Because I, I know you do, you have about three companies, right? Three or four? Three companies. Three, three companies. Three companies. Yeah. And a lot of what you do is outsourcing. And this also goes hand in hand with having that independent location type of job. You know, whether it's it's getting, you know, a VA or getting someone else to, to do something. And it goes in line with the four hour work week. You know, Tim Ferriss is very big on this. But what what is your system and what is what do your companies do to help facilitate this for other entrepreneurs? So uh, I think the company that's relevant is Mr. Outsource.com. Um, mm-hmm. it's basically a recruitment company. So what we do is that every week, every month, we have training boot camps for people that want to be VAs for entrepreneurs. So we train Filipinos how, how entrepreneurs think, what they want, what kind of software you're likely to be confronted with, how to manage their calendar, setting up a Skype account, all the sort of basic stuff that most people that go on Craigslist and all these other places don't then have no idea about. So we, we are really raising the bar uh, in terms of talent, because we're we're already um, vetting people that we connect with our clients, we're training them, um, and uh, the people that we connect with clients have actually paid to go through a, what we call a VIP uh, training. So they've spent ten days with our staff training to become a good VA. Um, so what you what entrepreneurs do is they pay us four nine seven, and then we start looking for the right type of person for their company. Uh, after that, um, they become your employee. Now, because they've come through our company, uh, we actually invoice the entrepreneur from our company. And it is a little bit more expensive than hiring them directly. But what we've found is that this is the absolute best solution. Because before, we would just you would pay us 497, we'd give you the person and we'd say, off you go. Uh, that typically didn't work out well. Uh, that's because the entrepreneur needs training and the VA needs support. So what we what we do is when you use our services, you get access to group coaching with myself, 
So every 14 days, I do a one-hour training session on outsourcing techniques, tools, strategies, and you can ask me any questions you need uh, or might want to. Uh, and uh, the VA also gets access to free training. So we actually charge 30% on top of uh, their salary as a, as a commission for uh, for maintaining certain uh, systems in, in for you and for them. And uh, all in all, this creates a better uh, working environment for, for everybody. So it creates a higher level of success. Uh, and this has basically taken us about three years to figure out because we've been trying out different types of business models. Um, and this is the one that uh, really, really uh, works well. So you basically give them the whole full service treatment and uh and that way you you, you hand do you handle the support as well if they have a problem with uh the va or virtual assistant or anyone do you do you guys handle that as well uh yes yes okay. we do okay um, yeah that's perfect i work with the entrepreneurs my my business partner uh regina she she's in charge of the company in, in, in the philippines um she can be emailed at regina at mr outsource.com uh, and uh, yeah, we we uh, you know we find you a person. If you don't like that person, within the three months, um, within three months, we will find somebody else for you. Um, and uh, yeah, we maintain like a high level of uh, of talent because we have a, we we actually have a co-working space in the Philippines as well. So we also offer that to the entrepreneur. We say you know if your VA works in an environment with other VAs, you know she becomes a better person because instead of asking you that she'll probably ask her co-worker first right so it mm-hmm. ultimately saves you a lot of time also so she's asking her co-workers oh how do i do this again and then they'll probably help her and then she's not asking you for help right so we're putting in place all these elements that that really really help entrepreneurs uh, you know internet entrepreneurs uh, digital nomads to scale their business no, I, I I think it's perfect. I think it's, you know, you talked earlier about being, building the freedom business and you also talked about, you know, ways that you can set up systems. And it's all about setting up systems. When you're building that business, you want to be able to know that you have someone that's going to be able to answer your emails, going to be able to set up Skype calls so you're not doing everything on your own. That way you can go focus on a lot of the other things that you're doing. Um, mm. and, you know, and it, it's not necessarily that you're going to work four hours every week, but you can set up the system where it's it's really optimized that you have a lot mm. more free time than you think you you might you might have had so uh, i think it's interesting that you did um that you're doing that so um uh, I, th- I think a good example is um is, is our podcast hardcore mba like we've had you know david allen uh, on we've had mark divine we've had like you know multi-millionaires we had you know brad feld from tech yeah, tech stars was on uh, you're, you've been on and you know the time I spend on the podcast is is on the in- interviews. Like that's all I do. Right. Uh, if I was to set up the interviews, do the copy, do the marketing, do the editing, do the graphics, do the newsletter, do the this, do the that, then that would be a full time business for me. Right. It would be a full time thing. But what I do is I spend you know I spend the time with the people that I want to meet. Right. I do research on them, I talk to them, you know, I connect with them. Um, so I'm adding the kind of value that I, I want to be adding. I think if I had to do all these other elements, it would really be draining for me. Um, and I couldn't possibly uh, have launched or started the podcast uh, if it wasn't for my, for my dream team helping me with making this happen. Exactly, 
No, no, I hear you, and and that's that's a great point. That's why outsourcing is it's it's one of the things that go hand in hand, especially if you want to be like that. You want to have that nomadic lifestyle. You've got to be able to find a way because first of all. You're going to be dealing with people in different time zones, right? So you have to be able to attack that. Um, and, and you're also going to be dealing with, um, you know, other business day-to-day stuff. And it's, you're going to have to, you don't want to have to worry about certain things when you wake up and think, oh, my goodness, I have to do this. So um, I, th- I think it's great. I think it's a great, great business model. And it seems like you said after three years, you found one that works uh, uh, much better than the others you tried, right? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a hybrid model. Um so basically, with with Chris Docker, uh, virtual assistant services, they they find and give you a person. As far as I know, that's what they do now. I haven't actually bought their service in a while. Um, and then we have one, two, three employee with Devin Michael, who's like yeah, has a managed facility. I I did use them and their services for a while. Uh, didn't really work uh, for me. Um, so what we've done is we've created a hybrid between the two. Gotcha, gotcha. That's good. That's good. Now, where can we find a lot of your websites as we as we're wrapping up? Where can we find your websites? And um, I'm going to make sure I put them in the show notes. But how can people reach out to you? And what's coming up for you soon? Okay, so right now we're really focused on the uh, two year anniversary of my best selling book, um, Never Work Again. And uh, I realized I made a funny sound, uh, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is in September. Uh, so basically on the 15th uh, you can go to youwillneverworkagain.com forward slash launch uh, and you will be able to download my book for free, uh, no questions asked and, you, and then we're also doing the training uh, starting in um, on the 17th of September and uh, basically I'm going to take you through the strategies I use to you know um, pay myself up to $20,000 a month only working a couple of hours a week uh, and then in step 3 I'm going to give you uh, the, the opportunity to win $15,000 worth in prizes uh, only by spending a few minutes. So uh, trying to add a lot of value, um, and that's, that's what I'm all about, you know, asking myself, like, how can I help people? That's why I started MrOutsource.com, you know, uh, because what saved me and my business and, and keeps on uh, giving me the lifestyle that I want is actually um, outsourcing and uh, leveraging other people's time, working with cool people, that are grateful for work. They call you, you sir. You know, if, when you ask to the Philippines, they'll call you sir. When was the last time a employee in the Western world called you sir? Uh, well, it doesn't happen. Um, so, so you know, that's, those are one of the little perks uh, of outsourcing to the Philippines. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, hey well, I mean, thank you for coming on, and and we'll be sure to get as many people as we can to your promo for sure, because you know you do great work, and you basically. You know the, the the audience of the podcast is 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 your key audience because they're they're the ones that want to be able to to travel and be able to build a business. But sometimes some of the things that hold them back is well, how am I going to manage this? Is it is it more expensive than it is? And you've basically answered those questions today. You said it. it's actually not as expensive as you think. Um, there are certain ways you can hack to to make it a cheaper lifestyle while you can also work and make money. And then uh, there yeah. are systems you can set up to make your life easier. So. Um, uh, you know, I appreciate you actually sharing that and also sharing your story and how you, you know, you went from someone who was just all about the money to to realizing that, yeah, money money is important, but, you know, there, there are other factors um, that, that have to be in place for, you know, like creating value, providing value and, and, and just, you know, having that passion and desire uh, to keep you in there long term. It's 
all about the overall race. All about that. Yeah, it's all about race. Well, I mean, I, and I, like I said, you know, I'm really, really appreciative of you coming on to share all that. Um, I'll make sure I put all that in the show notes, and then we'll, we'll get maybe movies as we can to your your Never Work Again promo. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 